Boom, shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on the power of voice to grow your business. And to drop these value bombs, I have brought Paul Faust to join us. He's the president at Ring Boost and founder of 1-800-Prepare.com. He is a sought-after speaker with recent engagements in the telecom and legal marketing industries and has appeared on the TV show The Office as Cool Guy Paul, a role that he inspired. Fire Nation voice is everywhere with Alexa and Google Home and you name it. And we're going to show you how the power of voice can grow your business as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsor. We love saving time and money, and you can save both with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Compare rates, print stamps and shipping labels, and track shipments all in one place. Get a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale. Visit pb.com slash fire. Paul, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hello, Fire Nation. I am psyched to be on this call and talking to you guys. There's a lot of things about uh, me that, that my clients don't know, but I guess the biggest one, because I don't really talk about it, is that I played myself on an episode of The Office. So if any of you guys are Office fans, I played myself in one of the episodes. Wow. And you are a cool guy, Paul. Did you have any speaking roles? I did. I did. I had a speaking role and they, they uh, introduced our characters because the plan was to bring us back for some more episodes to have some more tenants in the building. But then with the show, you know, planning on getting canceled, they just didn't need us. They didn't need new storylines. But I did have a speaking part and uh, it is not an easy thing to do when you sit around with people that are that funny and try to keep a straight face and uh, and do your job. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. Love it. That is super cool. Well, Fire Nation, as I said in the introduction, we're going to be talking about the power of voice to grow your business. Obviously, I'm a huge believer in this. Obviously, Paul's a huge believer in this. And we're going to now, by the end of this episode, make you a big believer in this if you're not already. So, Paul, let's just kind of call a spade a spade. There's been less emphasis on phone calls over the past decade. Why is that the case? What has this change been coming from? I think it's a few changes, uh, really, that that stemmed originally phone calls being, in some people's mind, less important. Although I don't really think it was ever um, less important. It was just a you know a focus of the of the. Um, of the marketing world to say it was. And I think some of it came about with technology, certainly with um, with social media and chat and texting and emails um, and all these different ways to connect that were you know right at our fingertips. A lot of people kind of defaulted to that. I think that uh, some of it had to do with perceived cost um, of people in training. Um, I think some of it had to do with, you know, businesses just thinking about rapid scale. Um, and I also think, you know, some of it was generational as, as these new younger generations that use technology a lot more. Um, you know, I have kids myself and, and they're always staring down, you know, texting. So I think it sort of kind of happened um, sort of by surprise and then businesses sort of just went with it. I think some of it was more perceived than 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 actual. Um, I actually think that, you know, there were businesses always using voice. I just think that the other technologies started uh, to, you know, to be offered. So now there were multiple ways to communicate. In Fire Nation, whenever there's more of an emphasis on a way to do things easier, like mass emails, mass texts, mass all these different things, 
guess what has more value? What has more value is the one-on-one, is the thing that takes more time. So you need to be thinking about the pros and the cons, especially if you're really looking for that high-touch, high-premium, high-quality client in your business. So there's advantages and disadvantages of voice calls compared to web forms and emails and online chats. Can you talk about some of those advantages and then also some of the disadvantages as well? Yeah, absolutely. Love to. And before, you know, I get into that, if you wouldn't mind, you know, I've listened to so many of your, uh, your podcasts with <laughs> unbelievable experts. Um, I literally, if I, if I had a choice, I would take a month off and do nothing but listen and then spend time sort of diving in and really absorbing and really working on, on some of the stuff they teach. Cause I've been blown away. Um, for the fire nation, what I want people to do is put your pens and pencils down. Like, this, I don't have any acronyms. I don't have any, you know, deep brain studies for you. This is going to be common sense, conversational, just talk about stuff that you already know um, and that we're all doing anyway. So you could just kind of relax and ease into this isn't, you know, I know it's a master class, but this is more the class that I would have taken in school. Um, you know, everyday kind of conversational, let's just talk about it. So, um, and I think, I think you'll get a lot of it. Sometimes you just need to hear it. Um so, you know, let's talk about your question, advantages and disadvantages. Um, I guess I'll start with the disadvantages or perceived disadvantages. Look, there is a cost to voice. There is a cost to being available to clients. It could be both in personnel, depending on the size of your business. You know, how many people do I have available to answer phone calls where the, there's a cost there? There's a human element to it. If you have people, you also need to have seats for them, phones for them, and equally, if not more important, training for them. They can't just be there sort of to answer you know, a call because in many studies that were done, they said 74% of people who had a bad phone experience are likely to go with another business. So it's not just people. It's also the training um, for those people. Uh, I think there's other disadvantages like Voice is hard to hide from. You know, it's easy if someone's upset and sends me a message and an email and I could sort of duck it and maybe wait a little bit and then send a message and sort of hide. But voice is real. Voice is immediate. So, you know, there's a perceived disadvantage because I have to be vulnerable. I have to be willing to listen, take my shots and answer questions. I can't, you know, quickly reply, hey, I'm out or not reply at all and formulate an answer. You know, so I think that that is a perceived disadvantage. Advantages, well, it's off the chart. Um, it's the fastest way to communicate um, by far, especially in this digital age, as, as more and more things are going to mobile, very tough to type a lot of stuff on a small screen. Uh, dialing a number, you get someone, it's fast. Um, you can uncover real issues that might not be perceived in in a flat message. Um I could separate myself from the competitors who could probably also answer the same question. Um, I can give people more options. I can listen for intonation. Um, and I can have conversation as opposed to, hey, A, B, C. I can talk to them. And ultimately, what I'm looking to do is build relationships. There is no better relationship tool out there than voice. So, I mean, th- th- that's a massive advantage. And the other b- great one is, you know, in, in parts of it for many business owners, it really doesn't cost much to be available. If, you know, I know there's a there's a cost if you're a, one of these massive businesses that needs massive call centers, but if you're a, a, you know, a normal entrepreneur, like I'd say, because I think most people who are entrepreneurs are not, you know, 
these massive 1-800 flowers, Zappos kind of brands, we're entrepreneurs out there that are lawyers, insurance brokers, mortgage brokers, roofers, landscapers, dog walkers. Um, there's not a lot of cost to me being available. Might be personal cost of my time, but uh, you know, it's the easiest way and the best way to build relationship, in my opinion. So Fire Nation, a perceived disadvantage, voice is hard to hide from. It's hard to hide from that voice. That's a perceived disadvantage. But again, going back over some of those key advantages, it's the fastest way to communicate. Boom, snap of the fingers, you're dialing a number, you're talking to somebody. You can listen for intonation, and that is so key, Fire Nation. We live in this world where we are able to understand the tones of a voice, to hear somebody's energy or lack thereof, their excitement or lack thereof, their passion or lack thereof. Our ears are unbelievably equipped for those type of things that you can't see on emails and texts and all that written stuff. And you hear it all the time. You see people say, man, this person just really took my email wrong. But if they'd heard me say it, they would have known that I was joking or they would have known that I was serious. They would have known exactly what I meant because it's the tone in your voice, that tonality that says so much. And I can tell you, Fire Nation, before Instagram added this feature, like every, every single person that I responded back to on my direct message on Instagram thought my VA was doing it because they're like, oh, sure, I'm sure this is not JLD. But now guess what? I can just hit the little microphone button on Instagram. Not only can I be faster, like a lot of things that Paul was talking, because I can say a lot more than I can type at a fast pace, but they know 100% it's me. So if I'm going to be going through and answering my listeners, Fire Nation's direct messages on Instagram and 90% of the time, they're going to think it's my VA. Man, that is such a waste when it's actually my time. And now they know because of my little quick voice message to them or long voice message to them when I'm holding down that microphone and talking to them that it is me. And that brings them so much closer. That, that builds our relationship and builds their trust in me that I am putting in that work. But that is labor intensive. And let's be honest, Paul, you know this as well as anybody, labor can oftentimes be a business owner's greatest expense. And so is endorsing a labor heavy practice counterintuitive? Yes, I think so. Let me go back for one second because you made a point. I actually lost a very important client over missed intonation and yes. sarcasm in an email that I said didn't speak to him for about four months till I happened to bump into him. And the entire broken relationship was over the interpretation of words on a page. And I never had the opportunity to explain myself. Um, so very real. It happens all the time. Um, so, you know, you picked up on it. Great. And you also picked up on the point, you know, that look, humans generally speak at about what, 125, <laughs> 150 words a minute. I'm like we a buck 75. <laughs> yeah. Buck 75. We can, we can listen even faster than that. I don't know about you, but I could type maybe at best 30, uh, maybe 25, especially on the small screen. So a conversation allows for this back and forth flow much quicker. But uh, I just want to get to those points because you made really great points that I wanted. That I wanted. So yes, why do I think that, that this, you know, w- what's perceived labor intensive cost and I- intensive something is, is something I recommend? There's a couple reasons. Um, first of all, as I said before, I think a significant amount of entrepreneurs out there, myself as an entrepreneur, most of the entrepreneurs I know are, um, are in the trenches entrepreneurs. They're not, um, you know, these uh, Fortune 100 giants. I mean, the, the, that's why there's only 100 of them. Um, most of us are, are smaller businesses, entrepreneurs. And so it's not a massive force of dozens of people. Um, and I also think 
if you look at it from a line item, someone might say, okay, cost of employee, cost of training, cost of the phone and a desk. Well, that's that's expensive versus uh, a chat bot or, or something like that. On a light item, you might be right, but you will never, ever, 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 ever convince me that the lifetime value of a relationship isn't isn't better than all of that and doesn't make the power of voice exponentially better. So if I look at it from an immediate dollar cost for cost today, okay, yeah, it's, it's expensive to hire a body and train them. But you know what? When they build a relationship with a client, that's going to lead to future business. It's going to lead to referrals. It's going to lead to you know social media. It's going to lead to the things that you just can't scale. I don't want satisfied customers. I want loyal, rabid fans. I'm not getting that over a chatbot or a quick email. Look, there's a time and a place for all that technology. We use it. But when you connect with someone and and build a relationship, the value goes way beyond. Might not be able to track it exactly, but I don't look at the dollar for dollar line item. I think you are missing the boat and your customers, if they're just satisfied with their transaction, could go somewhere else for their next transaction. But when I built the relationship, they know Paul. They know my team. I know a little bit about them. They're mine forever. Hopefully, their friends are mine. Hopefully, I can call in favors for them. So I, I, di- I think that while it's a labor-intensive practice and looks like it costs more, in the long run, it is exponentially better than anything else. Paul, you are bringing up some great points, and I know it's not just me nodding their head right now. The Fire Nation, you're nodding your head as well. You realize the power of one great customer-client connection. That person turns into an evangelist. They're talking about you at dinner that night, at work the next day, you name it. The power of voice can be the power of referrals. So again, love what you're talking about. So let's say the Fire Nation's like, okay, well, how do I do this in my business? How do I drive more voice calls? What can I do? Great question. Some of it, again, is very simple. I wish I had an acronym for it, but it's, <laughs> you know, it's, I'll make up some. I was trying to think of some funny ones just to have some. But at the end of the day, use your number. Feature your number. I can't stand when I'm on a website. I won't buy from a company, even if I just want to make a transaction. And I, and I, I make quick transactions. If I can't see how to reach someone, if I have a problem, I'm not using that company. So feature your number. First of all, put it on your marketing material, put it on your billboard, your radio, your TV, your business cards, your yard signs, make it obvious on your website. Now, I as a consumer can decide that I just want to email. I just want to get some quick data. Are you open pricing? But make it available. Don't make me go on a wild goose chase and hunt uh, to find out how to reach you. So the first one is use it uh, and encourage people to call you. Let your clients know that you are available. I tell people to call me anytime. It's why I give out my number. I hope they don't do it you know, at, on Sunday at two in the morning, but if they need me, they know they can. I got a client to call me in the middle of the Super Bowl this year. He said, I apologize, but I have an emergency. I stopped what I was doing. I solved it. It only took about a minute. I really didn't miss much of the game, but you know the value to that client that they knew they can get me? So I would say one is, Use it. Number two, and or maybe number one, maybe it's one A, 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 A. Don't look at your phone number as utility. Okay. It is not like the light switch. It is not like the carpet. We as business owners spend time and hours deciding on what business we're going to launch. 
Then we think of our partners. Then we think of where we're going to open the business. We decide all these things. Then we go out there and we try and find the best domain we can use. Then we hire someone to, to design an unbelievable logo for us. And we come up with taglines and social media pages and pictures. And then what do we do? We go to the phone company. We say, yes, phone agent. Yes, 19-year-old behind the counter at the store. Just give me any seven digits. Don't care what they are. Pick them at random. You would never do that with your logo. You never knew with your domain. But we've been conditioned to let somebody else hand you a number. If you want to encourage phone calls, think about the number you're using. Is it memorable? Does it tie into your brand? Does it tie into your tagline? Does it say something about you? There are so many different choices you can go with, but make it yours. Think about it. You know, why do we spend more time picking out the paint color in our office than we do our phone number? That is one of the best marketing tools we have is going to stay with us forever. And look, I am a huge fan of all things digital marketing. We digitally market. We have chat. We're putting in artificial intelligence. We do all that stuff. But you know what? That stuff is changing rapidly. There's something new every minute. And some of the stuff we started with a year ago is gone. But guess what? The phone number has been around. It hasn't changed how it's being used. I don't see a change going on in the future. So it's just known. So one of the easiest things and why I said, hey, it's a masterclass, but put down your pens is just use one. Think about the number you want to use, tie it to yourself, make it memorable, and put it out there and encourage people who need you to call. Fire Nation, use it. Use it. Don't look at your number as a mere utility and make it memorable. I love that point about people probably stress so much over the color of their walls, but you're not even thinking a second about the actual phone number that you have that can be so, so powerful. And Fire Nation, if you think Paul's been dropping value bombs, you are correct, but you're also correct that there are more coming when we get back from thanking our sponsor. There's nothing worse than wasting time and money waiting in line at the post office or overpaying for postage. Luckily, I cut that out years ago and you can too. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can compare rates, print shipping labels and stamps, and track your shipments all without ever leaving your office. No matter what you ship or mail, SendPro Online software helps you find the best shipping rates for your business. And when you sign up today, you'll gain access to special USPS discounts and savings for letters and priority mail shipping, all for as low as $4.99 per month. An added bonus for being part of Fire Nation, you'll receive a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale shipped right to your door to help you accurately weigh your packages. With this new offer for SemPro Online, all you have to do is click send and save. Visit pb.com slash fire to access this special offer and get a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash fire. Experience the better way to ship with a free trial of SemPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Fire Nation, if you're going to create financial and lifestyle freedom, you need the right tools and support. For over four years now, I've been using ClickFunnels to create a business I love without being techie or hiring a huge team. In a nutshell, ClickFunnels gives you everything you need to market, sell, and deliver your products online without having to hire and rely on a tech team. That's why I love them. Best part, you can get a free 14-day trial right now to check it out for yourself. A few of my favorite ClickFunnels features, the simple drag-and-drop web page editor, the ability 
ability to quickly build sales funnels that convert, the smart shopping cart with one-click upsells, email and Facebook marketing automation, and the fact that everything is organized on one simple dashboard. What's not to love? So whether you want to generate more leads, sell more products and services, run a webinar, or send more emails, ClickFunnels will make it super simple to do all that, plus so much more. Take my word for it and try ClickFunnels for free for 14 days. Make it a goal to create one funnel by the end of the week, and you'll be amazed at how simple and fun it is. Next step, visit eofire.com slash click and sign up for that free 14-day trial. That's eofire.com slash click. Your future awaits. So Paul, we're back and we followed your advice. You know, we're doing what we need to do. We got the calls to come on in. Now what? What should we do after we pick up that phone? Great question. You know, you always hear these quotes, I'm going to give you an acronym, you know, always be selling, always be closing. I don't agree with that. Um, when I pick up the phone, for me, it's always be building the relationship. Um, ask questions. Get to know the client. Don't just look to sell something. Um, get to know what they're about, why they're doing it. You know, if someone's uh, uh, looking at a home, why are they moving? What what matters to them? Not just a house and their price point. Um, who's making decisions? So w- when you're going to get the phone to ring, um, make sure that you're asking questions, building a relationship, emphasizing things, clarifying what you don't know. Take notes. Ask them back if you're understanding correctly. Um, help them on, they're not experts in your business, right? So they think that maybe they talk to their friend, maybe they've done some research online, which a lot of people do, right? They'll research online, but then call. They think they know what they're supposed to ask for, but I'm the expert. So I want to try and uncover things. I want to try and guide them. Most people, if you just talk, will tell you everything you need to know to ultimately sell them or provide them the best level of service. Don't just go right into your script. I've always, look, I've been successful. I've been, you know, a a top sales guy everywhere I was because I would spend 90% of my phone call not talking about my product and what I was actually, what they actually called me for. They would actually have to stop me at some point and said, okay, Paul, you know, you're my best friend. I love you. Now, Now can I buy something from you? Because people are people. They want to genuinely connect. So ask these questions, get to know, make sure you understood what they were saying and in my opinion, I don't always sell them what they want. I'll try and guide them to something better or make them think about something that they weren't thinking about. So it's not just enough um, to get the call coming in. It's make sure you handle it right. Make sure that you're really, truly building the relationship and giving them what they need. And you know what sometimes that means? It sometimes means not selling them. It sometimes means slowing down and backing up a little bit because there's a much longer relationship and something better you could do with them. But that all gets uncovered in conversation, intonation, emotion, um, professionalism. And I think those are things that, um, unfortunately, technology just can't do, which is why technology keeps getting better. They keep trying to improve it. We had chats. Now we got chatbots. Now we're trying to go with artificial intelligence. Because it just can't do what voice can do all in one. So we're trying to make it better. And ultimately, my robot will talk to your robot. I don't ever want that. <laughs> I, I want to talk to JLD. Yes. I, want to know, I want to tell you everything. I want to tell you that I respect your service, that, I, that, that you have my utmost respect. I love your show. I love what it's doing. I can't just shoot that in an email. I mean, you probably get 45000 You'll never get it. So those are things that, that you should be thinking about when the phone rings. Um, am I ready for it? And then just... You know, be me, take the lumps and all, be honest, be open. Um, And I think that you will find that you're building friendships and long 
standing relationships with those clients as opposed to just transactions. And there's something that stirs within you, Fire Nation, when you hear the voice of somebody telling you something, you're not just reading it on an email or a piece of paper or whatever it might be. Like when Paul said that he appreciates my service, that he enjoys my show, like those things meaningful, like they, they stir something within me because it was him saying these things to me and that's meaningful. So always be building the relationship, always be asking questions, Fire Nation. And let me just kind of finish this point off with care always care. Because if you actually care to the person you're talking to, they can sense it. It's real. It's meaningful. It's going to happen. So Paul, to be completely honest with you, Fire Nation has and always will love analytics. They love the numbers. So what are some ways that we can effectively monitor and measure our voice communications? I'll give you some answers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be open and honest that there is a time um, where some of the measurement gets lost. It just is what it is. You know, it's really, it's really tough. You know, we track everything from emails and and chats and all this other stuff. And ultimately, when someone walks into our store or calls us, we kind of lose a little bit of that track, right? Um, there are some things we can do with certain businesses that advertise a lot and a lot of different mediums. Um, the bigger businesses. They can use tracking numbers. There's different schools of thoughts on it, but I could have a different number on a billboard campaign, on a specific radio station, on a TV station, on my print material. There's actually companies that will put a different phone number up for every single visitor to the site so they could track that transaction. What are other things we could do as maybe smaller business owners that don't need that level? Well, you can very simply ask people how they heard about you. If you're engaging in conversation and building relationships and not just transactional, in the conversation, I could say, hey, you might, you know, how'd you hear about us? Where'd you sit, you know, where'd you reach out to us? You know, because look, there could be a situation where somebody drove by a billboard, saw my business, saw my advertisement, wanted to call me, didn't know the number, went home, opened up the yellow pages, believe it or not, or went online and called. And now you might attract it to a yellow page or an online ad. You didn't realize a billboard worked. So I don't mind talking to people. Um, there's also things we could do to track and monitor by, if you're allowed to in your state, record calls, right? Listen to them if you're in management, use them to train, look for missed opportunities. But yes, there is going to be a point where, you know, you just have to ask someone, what made you call us? How did you hear about us? And to me, ultimately, I understand the power of tracking. We're trying to watch our dollars and we can do it in many spots. There's a part of me that understands that everything is not exact and I could track as best I can, but ultimately I'm trying to build clients um, and revenue and profits and grow my business. And um, I'm going to have to allow for some, I'm just not quite sure, you know, as opposed to, let me give you an example. Um, I could have 10 different radio ads. Now I could use in my in my core business, you know, of memorable numbers. I could use 10 tracking numbers that aren't memorable and maybe the guy driving a car, looking out the window and here's my ad, you know, misses the number because it's not very memorable, but I could track it to that station or I could have a really good number and when he calls, I could ask how he heard about me, what station he heard me on. I can map it out to what times my ad ran. Um, but again, from what I talked to you about earlier, a lot of entrepreneurs, a significant amount of entrepreneurs 
are not doing mass radio, mass TV, mass billboard campaigns. We're local business owners. You know, we're the mortgage broker, the real estate agent, the lawyer, the the the, the dog groomer. Um, so it's kind of easy to track because you know where you're where you're marketing. You know, not everybody's doing click funnels and massive campaigns. I understand that there's a portion that are, and so there's an area in there where there's going to be some fudge factor that we're just not sure. There's just no way to do it. There's no perfect answer I can give you, although I can look at media spend. I can look at when ads run, see call volume. I can ask questions. And if you absolutely have to, you can use tracking numbers to track different media. I would tell you, if you do use tracking numbers, once you find the media that's the best, I would switch it to an easier number because once I know that media works, I just want to get the most out of it. Success. We made the call and now the call is over. Paul, break down the most important things that we need to do once that call actually ends. Very, 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 very good question Uh, because I've been guilty of it a lot myself. Um, I've built this great relationship. I've made a new client. I've learned everything about them. You know, I now have a new best friend but I can't hoard that information. I have to make sure that that information gets shared with my team because we've all heard, I'm only as strong as my weakest link. My customer service team, my billing department, you know, my bookkeeper, they need to know what I just learned about this client or what their problems are or what the opportunity was. So you have to be able to get this information down and share it. That's important. Also, because you have talked to somebody, you have built a relationship. There's no hiding behind, oh, it was just an email or it wasn't me. Follow up on what you said you were going to do. If I told you I was going to get you a quote, if I told you I was going to solve your problem, do it. Okay, now it's your word. Now it's you. You know, it's not It's not a quick message. It's not I didn't see the email. So it's really important that you follow up on what you said you're going to do. I also like to, you know, if I have some time, I might just send an email out to someone say, hey, it was great talking to you. Uh, JLD, great talking to you. We're going to have this podcast and, you know, next week. Here's what, you know, here's what we're going to do. And I might summarize it. So now I've taken the, the offline conversation, summarize it online so we all have a printout of it. And then I've made sure that I've shared that information with my team, put it into my CRM if I have to. So the information, you know, kind of gets shared. My business is not about, you know, me. It's about my team as well. So I think that those are important points you have to think about um, after you talk to someone. It doesn't stop there. And also, if you're going to be talking to people, make sure you take the time to train your staff on empathizing and and you know making sure they're really probing, asking probing questions because you'll uncover so many nuggets that you didn't know were there or the client didn't know they were there when they called. So we've talked about using our voice to grow our business. But now let's talk about how we can harness the power of our customer's voice to amplify our reach. The best question, I think, um, because look, at the end of the day, when I'm out at a conference or I am out uh, talking to someone, I am the phone number guy trying to sell or tell you why you should be using good phone numbers or memorable numbers or tracking numbers, right? Uh, But at the end of the day, I'm the sales guy. When my clients do it, it takes it to a whole nother level. They have trusted friends. They have uh, peer groups. They have networking groups. So if I can get my customers to use their voice to tell my story, because, because again, I didn't just think about the transaction. I built the relationship. Let me have them use their voice, making a video testimonial, calling their friends. I've gotten leads to come in and say, 
well, how'd you hear about it? I said, well, what, you know, someone who got a number from you was at a conference and took the stage and said, I got to tell you about this. You know, I got an email from a guy saying, Paul, I'm reading it right now. Paul, you need to use me as a testimonial. After buying the number from you, I bought the website, rebranded my entire company. Buying the number from you was a life-changing event for me. Do you think if I tell that story, I'm going to tell it with the same passion as this person? Nope. So I ask my customers, if you're happy, if this works for your business, please go tell your friends, talk to your networks, send me a testimonial, tell them your story because then it's not coming from me. It, when I work with ad agencies, look, again, if I'm telling you the story, I'm the number guy. When the ad agency you hired says, we got to get you a number, you're getting a number. When your best friend says, hey man, I just found the coolest number you know, for my business, you got to check this out. You're coming to me to, to just find a number. You're not coming to see if I'm a good company. You're not vetting me out. Your friend that you know and trust, right, just said, I just did this. Now the only thing I got to do is perform the service, right? Um, so I try and use and I and I ask, you know, people a lot of you know, a lot of times will say, you know, my customers don't refer me business. I asked them for referrals. Yes, we all did. But at the end of the day, the second you hang up that phone, they're busy with their lives, their families, their own personal problems, trying to run their business. You can't just say, send me referrals. You got to constantly talk to them. You know what else you got to do? You got to give them referrals. You got to talk about their service. And then you got to call them and check in with them and say, hey, is there, you know, is there anyone you could, you could tell about us? Would you send me a video that I could use on my site or in my trade show booth to tell your story? Because it's so much more powerful when it comes from your clients. Because everybody knows we're business owners and we're trying to sell them something. Um, when it comes from our clients who, who are rabid fans, come on. I mean, it just doesn't get better than that. Paula does not get better than that. And I am such a believer in voice. I mean, I have built my business for the last seven years off the power of voice. And so I just love the message that this episode brought. And, you know, for me, Fire Nation, I just hope you really realize the power of voice going forward to grow your business. It's key, it's critical, it's coming, it's everywhere. So pick up your phone, use that little microphone on Instagram, Alexa, Google Home, they're all voice, voice, voice. So you need to realize this is the way the future is going because yes, it is about time. And myself and Paul, we can talk about 150, 175 words per minute, but we can't type for anything. So just recognize the power of this. Paul, give us a final takeaway, something you just want to make sure our listeners Fire Nation really gets about the power of voice. Awesome. So this is the one where I'm going to leave you with. We are seeing technology change so rapidly and we all need to be using it, right? But technology sort of levels the playing field, right? I can start a shoe business right now. In the old days, three or four people controlled the shoe business. Now, Anybody could open up a, a shoe company and sell shoes. We all know the pricing leveled across the board. We could all have websites. We could all have chatbots. Technology levels the playing field for everybody. You know what technology can never do? Technology can never replace you. Your voice matters. You are unique. You are the only you in the entire world, and the world would not be the same place without you. And I don't care what they come up with technology-wise. You are never creating another Paul Faust. You are never creating a, another JLD. It's the one thing that technology will never level is who you are. And you know why? Because your voice matters. And use it, grow with it, and be proud of who you are and what you sell. And that's a differentiator that no one can take away from you. 
Paul, I think that's the title of your next book, Your (laughs) Voice Matters. I mean, to me, that sums up just your soul, your passion in three words, your voice matters. And it's true, Fire Nation, your voice does matter. So Paul, if we want to find out more about what you have going on, connect with you, give us a chance. What can we do? First of all, you could always call me uh, directly. You know, my number uh, rings to my office and it follows me to my cell. And if you want, I can give it out to you right now to your listeners. Sure. It's, uh, 914-200-0013. 13 because 13 is my lucky number. Yeah. Um, you can go to our website, ringboost.com backslash fire. You will see a discount code for uh, Fire Nation if they want to get a number for their business. Um So reach out to us. You want to look on the site because that's the way you like to look. Great. You want to talk to me. You want to talk to someone on my team. Call us. We're here to help you answer questions. You don't have to want to buy something from us. You know, you have a question. You want to understand something. We are here for you. We want to spread this message of voice because, again, as you said and I said, and maybe it will be the title of our book, your voice matters. Let's get it out there. Don't let anybody silence it. I hope it is the cover of your book or the title of your book because it's a great title. It's meaningful words. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with PF and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and just type Paul in the search bar, the show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. But your two calls to action are this Fire Nation. Give Paul a call. Bold Fortune favors the bold. So be bold. Have a conversation with this guy. 914-200-0013. Give him a call. Make it happen. Leave him a voice message. Talk to him in person, whatever it happens. And say thank you for the thank you for the great message about my voice mattering. And thank you for the great episode. And ask him any question you might want. And then, of course, head directly to ringboost.com slash fire. Fire Nation, it's time to get real with your number. So get over there, get your number, lock it down. And Paul, thank you for sharing your truth with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Paul and... If you want one of our newest journals, not just one of our newest journals, our newest journal, it's called The Podcast Journal, and it is a step-by-step guide to create and launch your podcast in 50 days, thepodcastjournal.com, thepodcastjournal.com. I would love if you wanted to check it out, and of course, we have a promo code, podcast, as a thank you for listening to my podcast. So I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, it's time to create financial and lifestyle freedom. So take action today and sign up for your free 14-day trial of ClickFunnels. As a reminder, ClickFunnels gives you everything you need to market, sell, and deliver your products online without having to hire or rely on a tech team. Visit eofire.com slash click. That's eofire.com slash click. Your future awaits.